Okay, good morning. Good morning. This will be the, uh, the first part of our discussion on motion sensors on Shabbos and Yontif. The goal today is to go through some of the background, and uh, a lot of this will be review for, for many of us, going through basic concepts that we've heard of before, but trying to get clarity in what exactly they mean, some applications of them. To, uh, to set the stage in Mitzvah for next time, which will not be next week. Next week there's not going to be a shear. There's the Teach Florida breakfast Sunday morning. But the, uh, the following Sunday we'll continue getting Halacha and trying to make applications regarding crossing Spanish River with those motion sensors. Okay. Let's go through some of the terminology here. We have Dover Sheinu Meskavim. Dabr Sheinu Meskavin, we know, is a machlokus between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. First of all, what is Dabr Sheinu Meskavin? So it explains that we have here from the Orcho Shabbos, wonderful, very user-friendly sefer, written by uh, Rav Rubin. He's the Rav in uh, the Shul in Harnof. You know, that terrible massacre took place in 2014. Very chosh of Rav. So he goes through some of these cases. Dabr Sheinu Meskavin. You're doing something that's totally mutter, and you know that it's possible that through this mutter action, a malacha may result. So that's a machlokus of Huda Reb Shimon. Reb Huda held it's awesome midirabanin, and Reb Shimon says it's mutter, and we paskin like Reb Shimon. Doing something where it's yitachein and melacha may result is mutter to do on Shabbos. I remember in yeshiva, they had by the washing station the paper towel dispenser where you would pull the paper towels out and oftentimes as you would pull them out, they would tear. But not all the time. So is that mutter usher to use on Shabbos knowing that it might tear? Answer is, we paskin like Rav Shimon, it's mutter. Okay. However, we know all throughout Shas, the Gemara tells us that Moda Reb Shimon that although Reb Shimon says is mutter, when it comes to a where I'm doing something that's permissible, but it will for sure result in a malacha happening. That's a psikresha. There, Reb Shimon agrees that it's aser. So the way that he defines for us a psikresha, this is Os Beis, Heter zeh shel dava shenu meskavei nomar, rak ba'ofen she'in zeh vaday shemolacha asura ta'asa. Only time we say dava shenu meskavei is mutter on Shabbos, is where you don't know for sure melacha will happen. Aval im yodeya bevaday shemolacha ta'asa, but if you know for sure by doing this action that's be'etzim mutter, that a melacha will take place, then hareza asur, even though you're not being machavin for that malacha. This is called, in the Lushan of the Gemara, psikresha. So what's the classic case of psikresha? Dragging the bench, right? You're dragging a heavy bench over dirt. So my intention is to get the bench from point A to point B. And that's something that's mother to do on Shabbos. You're allowed to move even heavy things. However, I know it's going to cause a furrow, right? So that means I'm plowing. 
That's a psuk reisha, and therefore it's aser. Now, Lemaisa, what is pshat? What's the havana of a psuk reisha being aser? We know that when it comes to Shabbos, we have a qualification of Malachas Machshavis. Right? Malachas Machshavis is a very difficult term to define, but generally speaking, it incorporates doing a malacha in the normal way this malacha is done for the intention of this malacha. What does that mean? <laughs> right? So we know if you do something bishinui, even if you have a malacha deraisa and you do it in an abnormal way, that will take it from a deraisa and make it now asr midirabanan. Why? Because shinui takes away malachas machshavis. Another term for shinui is kila'achar yad. Right? Literally, that means the back of your hand, but it's all the same concept. Or another example where you're lacking malachas machshavis would be a malacha she'eno tzricha lagufa. This is another famous machlokus between Rehuda and Reb Shimon. What is a malacha she'enotzricha legufa? The classic case over there is I'm digging a hole. Digging a hole is usually what malacha? So it depends. If you're outside, it's chorish, right? You're plowing. You're making the ground more, more ready for, uh, for planting. If you're doing it inside, in the olden days, their floors were made out of dirt, then it would be a violation of binyan, a building. Either way, it's asr. So the case the Gemara has is if you're digging a hole, but you're not doing it for the hole, I don't care about the hole, I'm doing it for the dirt. Why do you need dirt? There's never enough dirt, right? You always need dirt. So that's a malacha sheinu tzrich lagufa, which means, in contrast to a psik resha, psik resha is I'm doing something that's objectively permissible to do, <laughs> it's just causing malacha to happen. Malacha shein tzrich is I'm doing the ac- actual malacha, I'm just doing it for a different reason. So there Rabbi Yehuda says, that's asr min Torah. I don't care that you're doing it for the dirt instead of the hole, you're doing a maisa of harisha. That's asr min Torah. And Rabbi Shimon held that it's asr midderabanin, because ultimately having a different intention of the malacha takes away malachas machshavis. In order to be chay min Torah, you require malachas machshavis, Reb Shimon held, even if I'm doing the exact same action, but I'm doing it for a different purpose, that is only a malacha de Rabbanin. How do we paskin regarding a malacha sheinat sricha lagufa? As we know, as a famous machlokus rishonim, the Rambam paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Rambam paskins that malacha sheinat sricha lagufa is chayiv, is asr min haTorah. However, most rishonim paskin that a malacha sheinat sricha lagufa is Asr Midirabanin like, like Rib Shimon. Okay. So, those are different examples of Malachas Machshavis. The question here is, when it comes to Psikresha, where Rib Shimon agrees to Rabbi Yehuda that it's going to be Asr, why is it Asr? If my intention is to move the bench from point A to point B, the fact that I know it's going to create this furrow in the ground but that's not why I'm doing it. Doesn't that mean there's no malachas machshavis? Does that question make sense? So th- th- there are two general ways of answering this question. And this is obviously, you know, the tip of the iceberg. This is a whole sugia and lumdis. But the two general ways are as follows. One pshat is, you could say, 
that if I don't know for sure it's going to happen, that's clearly lacking Malachas Machshavis. That's not a problem. If I know for sure it's going to happen, then we view it as part of the Misa that I'm doing. If I know that by moving this heavy bench over the soil from point A to point B, I know it's going to do Harisha, so then part of my action is a Misa Harisha. So even though I don't have explicit intention for the plowing, I just have my intention on moving this heavy item. However, I have my, my das on this misa. Included in this misa is plowing. Because I know I can't accomplish it without it? Is that the shot? It's not even so much that I know I can't. It's because intrinsically you can't. This becomes part of the action. So I'm not being machavin to the plowing part of the action, but I know it's going to happen, and therefore it's viewed as one big misa. That's one pshat in why psikresha is aser. The second pshat in why psikresha is aser is, this is more along what Reb Chaim was suggesting, if you know a malacha is happening through doing this permissible action, right? I know that by opening the refrigerator, the light is going to go on. So the first pshat would say, even though you're not thinking about the light, you're not machavin for the light, but it's all part of the same action. And you're thinking about opening the fridge. The second pshat is, if you know it's going to happen, then that creates das. Then the assumption is, I'm thinking about that as well. So you can't tell me, well, it's not malachas machshavis because you only have in mind to open the fridge, not to turn on the light. If I know this is what takes place as I open the fridge, that means I'm machavin for turning on the light. So at this point, it's a purely academic chakira, and we'll see where and when this might play a role in having a nafkamita lamaisa. Question? It seems like it's not applied in the case of something like molid machshavis. Something on what? Molid. So if you take out ice, Right, out of the fridge, you want some ice at your Shabbos table, and then at the end of a meal, you have water because that's what happens to ice, and everybody knows that. Right. Right? So if you wanted to drink ice water, you couldn't drink it. But if it was just happening, even though you know it's going to happen, naturally, if it doesn't get finished, and there happens to be water, you can drink that. But according to this principle, it seems like, why would that work? So it's a good question. The reason why that example is a little bit more complicated is because there you introduce a grama factor as well, okay. that the malach is not happening right away. Right? The classic cases of psikresha, without bringing in grama, is that I'm opening the fridge, and as I'm doing the maisa, that's mutter of opening a fridge, it's immediately turning on the light. Right? So how about we'll focus on classic psikresha. Once you bring in grama, we're going to see that creates a whole different world of, of potential heterim. I just want to clarify, the whole open up the fridge is not allowed with or do we... So we, we didn't get to halacha lemaisa yet, but the pashib shat would be, if you know the light's going on, it should be, it should be asr. Right? The other issue that the postgame spoke about regarding a fridge is the motor going on. Now, the reason why there it's much more makel is because the motor doesn't turn on right away it's not a direct result of your action of opening up the fridge. So there you bring in the grama factor. Okay, but just de- defining our terms, we have Darvashen and Muscavin, we have Psikresha, we have two basic 
suggestions as to why Pesikresha is Usr, why is it still considered Malachas Machshevis. Now Gimel, we have a Pesikresha B'Malacha Derabanan, which means... It's uh, the same thing as a Pesach but the resulting Malacha is not a Malacha der Isa, it's a Malacha der Abanan. That's what we spoke about on Friday night. So take the case of the fridge. I know the light's on. The light, though, is not the, uh, the old-fashioned incandescent bulb, which we assume is a der Isa of Aish, but it's an LED. And an LED, according to most poskim, we assume is a Malacha der Abanan. Whatever it is, whatever the Malacha may be, but it's not der Isa. So this is the question of psikration and malacha derabanan. Opening up the fridge will for sure turn on the LED bulb. So that is going to be asumid derabanan. Because a psikration means it's for sure going to happen. Either we view it as part of your action, or we just say that's also what you're being machavin for. Either way, it's still going to be asumid derabanan. We did mention, though, there is an opinion in Shin Yudalib, right, the Machaber seems to be of the opinion that maybe when the resulting Malacha is only Malacha Derabanan, then we're not concerned for Psik Reisha. This we also said that the Ramah argues, as well as the Magan of Ram and the Gra and Rabbi Kiva Eger, so the vast majority of Achronim paskin that even if the resulting Malach is only the Rabbanin, we would still say Psik Reish of Malach is the Rabbanin is Aser. Okay. <coughs> now we get to Psik Reish de Lo Nichale. Now Psik Reish de Lo Nichale is a massive machlokis between the Oroch and Tosvos. Psik Reish de Lo Nichale means as follows. Lo Nichale literally means it's not pleasant to you, or it's not something that you want. So I'm doing a, a Misa. This action is totally permissible on Shabbos. It will result in a Malacha taking place, but that Malacha is not Nichale. So does low Nichale means, does it mean it has to be detrimental, it's a negative thing? Or does it just mean it's not Nicha, where I don't care. It's not that it's bad for me, it's just not good for me. So we paskin, this is a birlacha in Simon Shinchaf, we paskin that as long as you're not benefiting from the malacha taking place, that's called lo ichbas you don't care about it, that's the same thing as lo nichale. Does it make a difference if there's a grumble or not? It will make a tremendous difference, but I don't want to bring in grumble yet. I had this conversation talking about grumble, a different sugya with some of the Agra, the Pirka, Hevra, you know, the retirees. So one of the guys said, it's funny, my grandma never spoke about this. <laughs> they have to be a certain age to appreciate that kind of joke, you know. So no grandma yet. We're talking about a psikration de lo nichale, where the malachas is for sure going to happen. However, it's not beneficial to me. It doesn't have to be it's bad, but it's just not helpful. So the example would be as follows. Again, let's stick to the fridge because that seems to be the classic modern day example of a psych ratio. I have an old-fashioned light bulb, incandescent. Turning on an old-fashioned light bulb is an isa deraisa of creating a fire. When I open the door of the fridge, that old-fashioned light bulb will go on. So we're talking about a psych ratio on a malacha deraisa. So that should be us, sir. However... I have like 47 different spotlights in my kitchen 
20 of them focused directly on the fridge, right? So when I opened the fridge, there is so much light in that fridge, I could see in the back left corner, no problem. The fact the light bulb's going on is lo maila lo murd, it means nothing to me. So opening that fridge would be a psikresha de lo nichale. Says the oroch, mutter. Psikresha de lo nichale is mutter according to the oroch. Tosvos, we know, argues and brings many rayas throughout Shas. That psikresha de lo nichale just brings it from a deraisa to a derbanan. But it would still be awesome a derbanan to do a psikresha even though the resulting malacha is not beneficial, it's still asumid derabanan. That's the sheet of Tosfos, and that's how we paskin. The Aruch is saying that you take something that's really a deraisa, you're doing a deraisa malacha, but the fact that it's a psikreshin de la nichale makes it that it's mamish mutter. Would it matter if lo nichale, with an affected role of lo nichale? means that it's something that's actually detrimental, would that make it even worse or not necessarily? Make it's, it even, even better, you mean? Even better, yeah. Even, even more likely to be mutter. Right. Right. So not really. In, in, in halacha, we, we, we assume that even if it's lo ichbas leh, that's same all category. in the same category as lo, of, of lo nichale, and therefore we would pass in it's also midderabanan. It's hard to say that those incandescent bulbs actually make the fridge hot because they get hot. So it's, it's actually, I prefer that it doesn't go on the light. Well, th- that's going to get complicated because then you might have two kavanos. One is, I like the light going on because it enables me to see better, right? Other, okay, there's also a tzad uh, that it's detrimental because it makes things hot. We had a question this Shabbos, Friday night. A young man came over and he said he's staying in one of the, uh, the houses. He's renting a place with family who's not religious and the family did not turn off the light in the fridge. What can he do, if anything, right? So this gets into the question of, first of all, it was a more modern fridge. The assumption is that the lights there are LED. So we're talking now about a psikresha on a malacha derabanan, which is generally usher. Question is, is that a psikresha de lo nichale on a malacha derabanan? But likely it is nichale, because he doesn't have all those spotlights going into the fridge. So it's probably helpful. Is it dark? Is really so I'm not going to get into what I told him yet. I want us to have more of the Yisodos before we, we analyze that Psaac. Making the Lanichale very arbitrary. Like, you know, that the pen, like, in, in other words, the, the light in the fridge has oh. a toelis. It has a toelis. It does okay, have a benefit. No matter how many lights you have, that you know, could get one's external and one's internal. So the light in the fridge does a mice of utility. I'm saying, but again, lo ichbas lay. Reducing the whole nichli to very arbitrary situation. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say arbitrary. I I would maybe replace that word with subjective. Okay. But then you can, so every psikresha, you can automatically say, no, I don't want it. It doesn't make a difference. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't. Well, we have to be, we have to be honest with ourselves. I mean, in a case where the kitchen is not super bright, the bottom line is, if having that light in the fridge is really helpful, and it makes the whole experience a lot easier to find what I'm looking for, <coughs> so that means it's nichale, right? But there's no question that turning the light in the fridge has to say Ellis to help you look in the fridge. No matter how much light you have in the things. It's, I'm saying know, it's, it's, there, it's there for that benefit, but if there's a circumstance, there's a situation where it's mamish not helping me, 
right? Then that would be low ichpus. I have it off the whole week just because I've gotten a few times Shabbos, so I have it off the whole week. Well, Stop was the funny thing. Many religious Jews just have their fridge light the whole off the whole week <laughs> to the point where. When, let's say, you have a cleaning lady come in, they just assume it's some kind of religious thing you can't have a light on in the refrigerator, you know? <laughs> so. It's similar to what we said on Friday night, that it depends on how much traffic is coming towards so, the thing. If it's Nihalei, it depends if it's a, so Yes. Then, again, but uh, going back, so the Nihalei now becomes subjective to the person involved, okay? Subjective like, so, to the so, person so, based so, on so the situation. You have someone who has bad eyesight, and that helpful. Avada. So the same fridge will have a different outcome yes. for the individual that's opening. Yes. <laughs> I remember when I was in Sheer, right, 80, 84 years ago, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have a Talmud ask a question, like in a little bit of a sarcastic way, you know, Rebbe, what, one second, are you telling me that just because the Rashba says that one word, it's mashma that he says, is, the response would often be, um, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm just not saying it sarcastically. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, that's a psikrish, which generally we paskin, is aser midirabanan. Okay. Now, buckle your seatbelts. Okay. Page three. Now we start bringing some of these concepts together. Psikrish delo nichale be'iser derabanan. Right, so a psik reisha on a malacha derabanan is obviously derabanan, and a psik reisha delonichale even on a malacha deraisa is also aser miderabanan. Let's say you have both together. So the case would be the fridge light is LED, so that malacha is intrinsically derabanan, and I have this you know crazy setup in the kitchen where all these spotlights are going straight to the fridge, and therefore it's lo nichale. It's a psik reisha delonichale. On a malacha derabanan, what do we say about that? Huh? Oh, okay. No need to read what he says. <laughs> so there is there is a psak of Harav Yitzchak Elchon Inspector Zecher Tzadik VeKodesh Levracha, where he comes out saying that a psik reisha delonichale on a malacha derabanan is mutter. Now, generally, we, we try to avoid that situation and we try to, you know, to make it before Shabbos that we don't have to do any kind of but in a case, let's say, where you walk into your house and you have an alarm system and whenever you pass by one of those little motion sensors, a little red light goes on, right? Or you open the fridge and the light bulb is already out. Because you're a religious Jew, you never have the light on in the fridge, right? However, when you open the fridge, it says 53 degrees, right? So that's lit up with LED. That means it's malacha derbanan. Is it nichale or, or lo nichale? For most people, it's lo nichale because you never even look at what it says. You don't care what it says as long as the fridge is working. That's fine with me. So that would be a case of a psikresha. Oh, Okay. What, what is a fridge usually? That could be next week's year. Right? <laughs> How cold should a fridge be? Whatever it says, though, you could tell I don't care, right? I've never looked. <laughs> as long as the fridge is working, right? 
So there the pshat is, you could argue, listen, if you could turn it off before Shabbos, that's obviously better to avoid the whole shayla. If you didn't turn it off, or you know, you're, you're staying at someone's house, or Islam, it's too much of a hassle to turn it on and off, whatever, every week, then you could argue it's a psikresha de lo nichale and a malacha de rabbanan. But we try to avoid that lechat chiwa. Okay. Would it make any difference if you try using a shinoi to do it? It would definitely make it more, more makeable, but you wouldn't have to do that. And why are we giving the example where there's like 20 spotlights on the fridge? Is that necessary? We're just saying it, therefore it's lo nichale when the light goes on. I'm saying it could it be lo nichale even when there's not 20 spotlights on the fridge. I'm saying no one has that, so that wouldn't be Well, relevant. so I think oftentimes it would be nichale. Generally speaking, when the light goes on in the fridge... The religious Jews don't have it all week, and they're fine, that would still still be considered Nikolai? Yeah, listen, uh, unfortunately, you know, we we, we live in the dark. But Be'etzim, it's helpful to have light in the fridge. Vaharaya, they have a light in the fridge, right? Yeah? Okay, slightly different situation. Uh Um, I was living at home, and the fridge I could use, I could actually have the light, was in the garage. And every week I would turn off the automatic light so I could get and I had a little thing set up. It was very dark, but I knew my way through. I could get to it. I had a little bit of light. One week, automatic light. The cover came off. Oh, no. I opened the fridge. I, I opened the door. Light's on. If I were to close my eyes then, and I can still get out with my eyes closed, so it's no lechale, can I then go to the fridge and use it and then go out when it's not the hachila, but I'm already doing it? And then even then, could I do it in the future, knowing the light's going to turn off if I close my eyes? That's a good question, right? Let's say I live in a regular kitchen. You don't have spotlights. And uh, therefore the light in the fridge is helpful. So I have a way around that. I'll close my eyes. So that light in the fridge is doing nothing for me. How do I find the ketchup? I know, it's in the the drawer over here, right? How do I find the apple versus orange? I'll feel my way around in the fruit drawer. So there is a strong svara to say that would make it lo nichale. We'll have to see how and when to apply that. Okay. Lamaisa, now we're going to add in one more factor. All right, let's try this blindfold. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. This could be a real moneymaker. Maybe for the campaign, the building campaign. Let's say you opened it by accident, the light went on. Would closing it, which causes the light to go off, would that be low nichale because I don't care about whether the lights are off, whether the fridge is closed? So the pushup shot is that would be low nichale. And now again, it would still, it's still a problem, but etzim, because generally we pass in the psikresha to low nichale, even on a durabana we try to avoid. You know, but uh, having the light go off would be a lot less nichale than having the light go on. So we'll get to all of these cases of opening the fridge, and if I do, when I see it's on, how can I close it? We actually had, not that long ago, we had someone come over uh, Friday night, and they said, we, uh, we spaced that before Shabbos, you have the kind of fridge with the Sabbath mode that you could just turn it on to Sabbath mode, but they forgot to do it before Shabbos. So they came over asking, can we just grab some milk so we could have it with our coffee in the morning? And we said, sure. We opened up our fridge, we gave them the milk, Okay. Feeling very good that we don't forget to turn off ours. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It turns out our fridge light was also on. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. We'll see how to, how to arrange that, yes. But now we get one more step further, okay? 
This is a uh, vav, os vav on page three. Psikresha de la nichale betray the rabbanin. If you have a psikresha where I'm doing something that's a permissible action, it will result in a malacha. But that malacha is, no, is not beneficial, lo nichale. And the malacha itself is actually a double de rabbanin. So what's a case? What's an example of this? So this we discuss in Shin Tazayin in Orachayim, which is the simon on trapping on Shabbos. Uh, let's say you have a garbage can outside, and in your garbage can you have flies. So Shabbos is here. Your wife tells you to take out the garbage. And by the fifth or sixth time, you know, you actually say, okay, and you actually do it, right? So you bring in the garbage bag outside, why are you allowed to move the garbage in the first place if the garbage itself is muktza? Graf shari'i, right? You're allowed to move things that are disgusting. So I'm moving this out of the house. It's also for hatzalat nefashos, right? Bikuach <laughs> nefesh. I take it to the garbage can. I open up the lid and I see all these flies right, swarming around. I throw the bag inside there. Now the question is, can I close the lid? Yeah, they're very, you know. Oh, so what's the problem? Right. Now, it could very well be there are other holes and nooks and crannies in the can where they could move around and get out of there. But let's assume there's not. So by me opening it up, even if they were trapped before, they're no longer trapped. I throw the garbage inside. Am I allowed to close it? If I close it, I'm trapping those flies. On Shabbos, trapping is usher. Now, in this case, is it trapping the deraiser or trapping the derabanan? It's their abundant. Why is it their abundant? Because they were there already. Uh, well, even if they're there already, as long as you open up that lid and now they're no longer considered contained, closing it should be a new mice of tzedah. You never had intention to trap the fly. In other words, what you had... Well, I want to know, but, but Edson, why is this trapping their abundant? Because what? Okay, okay, okay. So one reason would be that I'm not trapping to to use the the fly. But I think there there are two other reasons that are even more intrinsic to the malacha of tzad. Why is it not there? Rise by tzad. Oh, so number one is it's not hamin hanitzon. In order to be in violation of trapping min hatorah, it has to be a species that's usually trapped. So any species, like a fly, a cockroach, you know, most of the things that we deal with, right, that would be a min she'eno nitzod, which means it's a malacha der banan of tzad. What's the second reason why it's a malacha der banan of tzad? Well, that's more along what Reb Chaim was saying, that it's a malacha she'en tzrich lagufa, but I'm looking for... You don't want to be trapped. I want to know about the malacha of trapping. Why is this trapping der banan? Mm, that's along the same lines, looking for something else. Because I'm trapping the flies in a garbage can. And we paskin that in order to be in, uh, in violation of trapping minha Torah, you have to trap an animal in a small enough space where you could grab it with one fell swoop. Right? So the mushal, if there's a fly going around the room and that door is open, I say, quickly, Elchanan, close the door. Are we trapping the fly in the room? It's not trapping Bechlal. So in this case, you're definitely limiting its, its 
ability to move around, but that would not be Tzad Medirisa because it's a, it's a larger space. So, huh? Trapping, if you have a, if you, uh, on Sokis, if you have a larger container, are you allowed to trap above to take it out of the Sokis? So how about we'll do this? Let's put that on the on the back burner just for a moment, okay. because I just want to I want to get an example where we have a psikuresha dulo nichale on a double derbon, right? So in this case of closing the garbage can lid, I'm trapping the flies right there. It's a double derbon. It's not the species usually trapped, and the space is bigger than it, than it needs to be. So that means it's two steps removed from the derisa of trapping, and it's a psikresha de lanichale. Because I'm just two steps removed. It's two reasons why it's not a derisa. There's a, there, but they, they both two reasons the same why thing. it's not a derisa. Does that make it two steps removed? It's not like one thing and then another thing on top of it. It's both the same that they just take it. That's is that what a double derisa is? I mean, it sounds like you're saying what I'm saying in Hebrew. No. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get lower than the Rabbanon range. If there's okay. two deficiencies in that. Meaning that there, there's two reasons why it's not a deraisa. So the question is, when you have a psikoresha de lonichale, and you have two reasons to say it's not a deraisa, does that make it mutter? So the answer is, what he writes over here is, look in the footnote. Right. <laughs> right? Whenever someone says, look in the footnote, that means it's not pashit. Now, the, the condensed version of the footnote is that there seems to be steras throughout the poskim. In many places, we assume that when you have a psikresha de lo on a double durabanan, it is mutter, like the case of closing the garbage can lid on the flies. However, we find other examples where it's not so clear that it's mutter. I'll give you an example. We have the famous question of, how do you serve a birthday cake on Shabbos? Right. It says, happy birthday, Sprinza. So the problem is, if you have those letters and frosting on the cake, and then you're going to cut the cake, you're going to be in violation of? Of mochek, of erasing. So could you argue as follows? No problem. Lemaisa, it's a psikoresha. I'm not doing an action of machika. I'm, I'm cutting a birthday cake. That action is permissible. It's directly resulting in erasing letters. So that's a psikresha de lo nichale, right? Psikresha de lo nichale. Now, the malacha that's taking place, is that a malacha de raisa or a malacha de rabbanan? Why is that malacha of mochek de rabbanan? Because it's not almanas lichtov. We know that mochek is only usr when you're erasing something in order to write in its place. So here it's mochek, but it's not almanas lichtov, so that means by definition it's, de, it's derabonin. And you could throw on a couple other reasons why it's derabonin, namely, it's mekalkel. Mekalkel chayim. Mekalkel means that it's destructive, right? Anything that's a kilkel is derabonin. And you could also say it's kala'achayad, it's abnormal. Because that's not the normal way you erase something. So theoretically, you could argue there are three derabanans there. It's mochek, shlomanas lichtov, kala'achayad, mekalkel, and it's a psikresha de lo nichale. That's why the Noda Yehuda paskins that it's mutter. 
it's mutter to cut a birthday cake. Right? It's an amazing dan l'chavzchus when you see someone do that in Shabbos and, and your assumption is, you must know nothing about Hilchah Shabbos, you're cutting the letters. If the Noda Behuda was there, he would say, can you give me the E, please? Right? <laughs> letters and pictures the same thing. So if it's a real picture that represents something, then it would be the same thing. Lamashal, my brother, for his 16th birthday, my parents got him a birthday cake with a driver's license on it, right? So it Mamish like had his face. To cut the face on shops is also problematic. If it's just little flowers that are made by squeezing the, the frosting out of the thing, that's not a problem. So the Nadu Behuda says, cutting the letters is not a problem because of psikresha de lo nichale, on at least a double or maybe a triple derbon. Comes along the Mishnah Berurah and says, Lemais, I still don't feel so comfortable with it. If you're going to eat it, and by eating it you're erasing the letters, that's okay, that's derech achilo. But cutting it you should stay away from. Now when we say by eating it, does that mean you're biting into it or if you're using your spoon to take that that's like no, cutting? No, no, Pashup Shad it means if you have the cake over here, head in cake. <laughs> Pashup Shad. Right. They're probably talking about something more like a cookie or a scone, right? And if it has writing on it, the Mishnah Baruch says, then if you're eating it, even though by taking a bite you're erasing the letters, that's already a and that's permissible. The question's like this though. Why would the Mishnah Bura be more machmir than the Noda Yehuda? Noda Yehuda is saying it's a psikresha de l'nichale on a double or triple derabonin. That sounds pretty good. That sounds similar to what the Ramah said by the case of the flies, right? It's funny, it says 8.56, but I assume that means when we started the recording. <laughs> okay, you have a pshat? Yeah, I think he just said so he can enjoy birthday cake. <laughs> I like that, I like that but, but the question would be like this Why would the Mishnah Bureau be more machmir by the birthday cake Than we are with the flies The flies were more makal There it's a psikreshe de lo nichle and a double durbanan And that's okay By the birthday cake it's a psikreshe de lo nichle and a double or triple durbanan And that we're saying, eh, I don't feel so comfortable with Somebody made that cake, but we were supposed to eat it on Thursday night. Meaning, theoretically, there could have many situations where it wasn't mamish intended for Shabbos. So I, I want to share with you a distinction that he suggests here in the Sefer, which is not so simple because you'll find many exceptions to this rule, but I think just in Lumnus, it's a very nice, very cogent chiluk. He suggests as follows. Maybe we're more makel to allow a de lo nichale on a double derabanan when the reason why it's Asr Midderabanan is intrinsic in the Malacha. The case of trapping the flies, the reason why there are two Durabanans there is because it's not the species that's usually trapped and it's not really trapping, right? It's in a larger space. So those are two reasons why licked, you know, embedded into the Malacha of Tzad, this trapping is only Durabanan for two reasons. You could argue in contrast to the case of the birthday cake. So why is that mochek? Why is the erasing only derbanan? One reason is intrinsic, because it's not mochek almanas lichtov. But what are the other reasons? It's just based on how you're doing it. It's mekalkel, it's kala yad. Basically, 
it's because you're lacking Malachas Machshevis, that's why we're adding more Durbanans. What he suggests over here in the Orch HaShavis is maybe when you have to tack on Durbanans that are based on how you're doing it, but they're not intrinsic in the Malach itself, maybe we're not as ready to be Mekel. And that, that could explain potentially the sheet of the Mishnah Bura, why he says, eh, don't cut it, better just to take a bite out of it. So it's Darach Achilo. However, what does come out from this discussion is that there's room to be mekel by psigresha de lo nichale when the resulting malacha is der abanin, but that's not so pashit. What's more pashit is a psigresha de lo nichale when the resulting malacha is a double der abanin. Even there, it's not 100% agreed upon, but there's much more room to be mekel. Um, what time is it right now? I want to see if we get to... Okay. Oh. Exactly. And, right, the truth is, this conversation we really find when it comes to Amir Laakum, right? To, to ask a non-Jew to do a malacha de Arisa for you is generally usur. Right? Obviously, there are some exceptions, but generally it's usur across the board. How about asking a non-Jew to do a malacha de Rabbanan for you? Is that usur? You better believe it is. Right? It's usur. However, there are three exceptions. The three exceptions the Mechaber says in Shin Zion is, are, if it's Litzorich, if you're holy Kitsas, or Mitzvah. Right, three exceptions, you're allowed to have a non-Jew do malacha de Rabbanan for you. So this comes up all the time if you're living in Brooklyn. Right, according to the speech last night, you know, if you're still enduring that suffering to be able to share with others when you leave in town. Right? But if you're living in Brooklyn, if there's no Eruv there, and you want to, you want to ask a non-Jewish neighbor or a, or a babysitter we want to go to a simcha, right? My brother's making a sheva brachas at his shul. And is it possible that you could push the carriage for us? So there, you're asking a non-Jew to do a malacha de raisa. If there's no eruv, and we assume it's a rishus arabim de raisa, it's a malacha de raisa. So maybe you have the following chap. You could ask the non-Jew, I, I have a strange request. Can you push the carriage for us? backwards, <laughs> right? I know it's kind of strange, but, you know, we, we observe the Sabbath. <laughs> so, therefore, so, therefore, can you push it for us backwards, right? <laughs> so, so, then, so, well, so the question is like this. Litzorich Mitzvah, generally speaking, doesn't allow you to have a non-Judu Malacha Deraisa. Unless you hold like the Baal Itter, the Ramah Kwasad and Reisha and Vav. We don't generally pass in that way though. It has to be a mitzvah, the Rabbim. So here is the Tzorach Mitzvah. You're asking the Nanju, do it Bishinui, so it becomes a Darabanan, and maybe that would allow Shvus to Shvus. Right? So th- that's where the conversation comes up as well. Just because you're doing a Malach in a different way, it's likely not as, as much of a heter as it is when the Malach itself is Darabanan. If you pay them, does that change it? Because they're doing it themselves? Uh, that, that gets into a mirlakum, beyond the scope. But, but this is some of the background. What I want to do next time in Ritz Hashem is we're going to jump into really the meat and potatoes of this sugya, which is a machlokus between the Rashba and the Ran. This is on page six. We're not going to read it right now. But just to get our, 
our excitement, our enthusiasm. Machlokus between the Rashba and the Ran. This is on Shabbos, Dav Kovzai, and Amar Aleph, where the Rashba seems to allow something that flies in the face of everything that we've learned until now. And the Ran basically will ask, how can you say that? Devorov tamuim ve'enei harbe. We'll, we'll have to explore what the machlokus is between the Rashba and the Ran. How do we explain the Shita of the Rashba? How do we paskin between them? And then what applications can and should we make to many modern-day applications? Yashar Koach.